Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to this latest episode of the CEO You Should Know, a podcast from iHeartMedia Wheeling. I'm Corey Klug and joining us this time around is Todd Cover, the president and CEO of Belmont Savings Bank. So before we get into our conversation here, just want to remind you there's a couple of easy ways that you can listen to this podcast. You can go to newsradio1170.com and choose CEO You Should Know under podcasts in the drop down menu. Or if you have the free iHeartRadio app, just simply search CEO You Should Know Wheeling, and it'll take you to the podcast right then and there. So, Tonda, thank you so much for joining me here. And before I before I uh, get, get into the conversation here, thank God our market president, Craig Bomber, knows you a little bit, because I would have been pronouncing your last name cover the entire time. That's good. That's okay. I've heard that once or twice, believe it or not, Corey. But hey, thanks for having me today. I, I appreciate your time. No problem. So we'll get started here. Before we get into where you are now, let's take everybody back to pretty much how it all began. So just some general background information about you, how long you've been a Valley resident, where you went to school, your family life, all that fun stuff. Sure. Yeah, I've, I've lived in the Valley my entire life. Uh, my address has always been wheeling. Although my parents still live in Brook County, right on the Brook County line, uh, so at the bottom of the airport hill, uh, my parents have lived there and still live there. That's that's kind of where I grew up. So it's right on the Brook Brook County Ohio County border. Uh, both buses went past my house at the time I went to school, so you had to be pretty awake, make sure you get on the right bus going the right way, because uh, back then <laughs> there weren't a whole lot of cell phones. So uh, it's kind of crazy, but you know it is a wheeling address. So I've lived in Wheeling all my life. I went to Brook High School, as I said. I uh, went to Davis and Elkins college in Elkins, West Virginia for two years, played baseball down there, and then I came but transferred back to West Liberty and graduated from West Liberty State College at the time, now university, uh, played two years of baseball up there. So it's, uh, Valley's always been near and dear to my heart, and uh, even though I did leave for those two years to go to Elkins, you know, it's I'm, I'm proud and uh, excited that I've been able to spend my whole entire life here. Absolutely, and pretty much baseball has pretty much been a main fixture in your life, hasn't it? It has. I have I have three kids, three boys, uh, and they're all they're all baseball players. My oldest son Eric is a sophomore uh, pitcher and middle infielder over at Muskingum University. Uh, I have a freshman at Wheeling Central, and I have an eighth grader at Tridelphia Middle. So they're all big into baseball and and other sports. So sports is a big part of not only my life but my my son's life, and it's it's great. I get to enjoy it with them. Good deal. So, what was it that made you want to get in? To banking and financing, well, kind of a weird story. When I was a kid, I always admired the you know the big uh, the business guys wearing suits in New York City carrying the briefcases, and I didn't know exactly what specific field I wanted to get into, but I always knew I wanted to wear a suit and carry a briefcase. So um, as I got older, you know, I've always been into numbers. My dad was a math teacher forever. Uh, for a high county school, so I've always been good with numbers, and you know, it just made sense coming out of college. You know, I really wanted to get into banking. I knew a couple bankers in the area uh, that you know kind of introduced me to it, so it kind of was just a natural fit. Uh, I did find a, a job coming out of West Liberty, 
in banking, um, which was a state bank examiner for the state of West Virginia. So I did a lot of traveling for three or four years, and I was fortunate enough to um, get off the road because there was a lot of travel. My oldest son, who I said was, you know, he's 20 years old now, seems like forever ago, but um, he he was just born, so I I wanted to get off the road. So uh, I was fortunate enough to be hired by Rich Lucas and Main Street Bank, and, and those guys down there, I really... I spent about eight or nine years with those guys, and I owe a lot to them of what I know about banking and relationships. So, and it really was good to have kind of those connections, even when you started out you know, traveling about in West Virginia, just because it because you know, it pretty much helped you on your rise to where you are now. So, what were some of the lessons that you learned in the early parts of your career that got you to where you are now? Well, uh, you know. Being a being a state bank examiner, and and we worked con- conjunctively with the FDIC examiners, who, who you, you guys know, and are the insurance behind bank deposits. So uh, we learned a lot, and you know, a lot of people say it's like getting your master's in banking when you work as an examiner. So uh, doing that for four years, it really gave me a, a very vast knowledge of all aspects of banking. Um, and then those guys at Main Street, they they taught me a lot about relationships and uh, kind of furthered my knowledge as as far as how to run a bank, uh, how to operate. So you know, it's a combination of all of those things. Um, you know, as far as my leadership skills, you know, it's it's I always follow the old rule that treat people how you want to be treated. Uh, if you do that in life, I think I think you'll always be okay, um, and people respect you and, and appreciate you. It's like you were reading my mind because that was like the next <laughs> question that I was going to ask right there about your leadership skills. But it, it just seems like that golden rule is always going to be a fixture in just not only the leadership skills, but you know, but the life skills. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, again, I, tr- I try to, you know, lead by example. Um, I try to talk to everyone in the bank. You know, I don't consider myself any better than anyone. I, you know, I have caught a couple breaks in my life that maybe some others haven't. But, you know, I try to relate to every person because, you know, we've all been in situations where uh, things haven't gone our way, um, and myself included. And, and you don't know what people are going through. So you try to be uh, as nice and personable as possible to them. Um, and also, you know, I think that's part of leadership is it people feel free to come talk to me, uh, no matter who, what position they have in the bank. You know, if they have something on their mind or something that they think, uh, maybe have a question about, you know, I have an open door policy. Uh, sometimes it gets a little hectic because some, <laughs> some people do take advantage of that. But at the same time, that's who I am. That's who I am. I'm, I'm a real person. Um, you know, I don't want people to think like I'm this unapproachable CEO. Um, I'm very down to earth, a very laid back guy. You know, if you come to any meetings at Belmont Savings Bank, I guarantee you're going to laugh. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of fun doing what we do. Uh, we do work hard, but, you know, like I said, we do have a lot of fun. Uh, we joke around a lot. So that's just kind of, you know, that's who I am. So, you know, the people coming in to ask me things or talk to me about things, I have, you know, I have no problem with it. It's uh, like I said, I want to be. I want them to think of me as just a coworker and not really a, a CEO. And it seems like that culture that you have built, you know, kind of like that hardworking culture, but you, but keeping it light at the same time has really driven the success of Belmont Savings Bank lately. It has. And if you know the history of Belmont Savings Bank, uh, you know, we, we were primarily uh, good for CD rates and we took those and, and invested them. Where, whereas most banks uh, that you'll see have a lot of loans, uh, we were a little light on the loan activity. So that that's primarily my background is loans. Uh, and I wanted to grow that. And we've done a great job uh, of doing that. And we've hired a lot of great people along the way. But, you know, one of the things when you when you try to turn a bank around like we have at Belmont Savings Bank is you got to change the culture. Um, and there's got to be something different. You got to offer something a little bit different, uh, you know, to grab people's attention and get people to 
be interested in come work for you. And I think, you know, we like I said, we have a lot of fun. It's it's a very laid back environment. Um, you know, we don't we don't wear suits and ties and, you know, we're not stuffy like, you know, most bankers have the perception of being uh, so like I said it's it's changing the culture and, and that's part of it is trying to be a little bit laid back and, and try to have fun and have that work-life balance that maybe not every employer offers again Todd Cover, the CEO and president of Belmont Savings Bank joining us here for this episode of the CEO you should know so how did the, how did the experiences of the past help you in your confidence in taking on a job like this? Because because how long have you been the president and CEO? I've been the president and CEO for five and a half years. Um, I was hired, uh, Corey, as a CEO in training uh, under uh, my former predecessor Tom Poe. Uh, you know that that CEO in training was supposed to be a twelve month kind of learning period. Um, Tom passed away unexpectedly on about two months into that, so <laughs> I was kind of thrown into the role, which. Um, you know, I guess it's just trial by fire or, you know, thrown into the fire and, and trial by error. But, uh, you know, we've, we've done a lot of, a lot of good things. Like I said, it's been, and we've hired a lot of good people along the way that have helped me. Uh, my big thing is, you know, I'm going to surround myself with the best people I possibly can. You know, some people be, would be intimidated by that. I don't, I look at it as a 100% positive because I want people to challenge me. I don't want people that are just going to say, yes, let's do this. You know, I want people to make me think. I want people that do think outside the box. And maybe there is a better way to do things. So, you know, we have a lot of those people right now. We have a lot of those people right now, and it's been great. It really has. So kind of an unexpected circumstance with you taking over this president and CEO job. So what exactly is going through your head when you realize that you're heading a company that's been around since pretty much the dawn of time? Yeah, we've been around since 1885, and you know the first thought to go in my head was, okay, what do I do now? Uh, <laughs> and that's you know, it's uh, let's say I say that in a joking manner, but you know, we we had a lot of things in place uh, to to get us by day by day. But you know, the big thing I, I think I want to take a little bit of credit for is the strategic vision looking forward. Um, like I said, we've turned the bank around 180 degrees from from where we were, and and a lot of that has been. Uh, you know, the vision I, I, along with some other people, came up with. So I, I'm, that's one of the things I'm very proud of is just the, the reputation we've turned around a lot. Um, you know, the products we've turned around, we've come a long way in the technology um, and the people. So it's there's a lot to be proud of now. But, yeah, my first thought was, what do I do now? But, you know, there are some people to help me along the way. So I, I can't take all the credit. Absolutely. So, we kind of delved into the history of Belmont Savings Bank a little bit. Of course, four locations over in over in Eastern Ohio. But what is it that sets Belmont Belmont Savings Bank apart from all the other banks in the Valley? Well, a couple of things. Like I said, we like to have a lot of fun. Uh, we do work hard, but we do like to have a lot of fun. Um, you know, two of the things that come to mind is we'll, we'll sit down and listen to you, and, and we and we definitely care. You know, we care a lot about not only our employees, uh, but the customers, the communities we serve, the school systems within the communities. Um, and, and we'll sit down and, and talk to you. Uh, not everyone has had a perfect life, as we talked a little bit about before. Uh, so there's been some hiccups in everyone's life. And, you know, you're just not going to be a, a, a number to us or, a, a, you know, how much money can we make off you? We really want to help you out. We want you to, you know, fix whatever's going on in your life. Uh, we want to help in any way we can and, and try to help you succeed for the long term. Uh, we just don't want to make money off of you and, you know, <laughs> until you hit the road, we, we actually want to sit down and, and help you succeed. And a lot of, not a lot of banks 
do that. A lot of people, not only banks, but, you know, employers in general and businesses in general, you know, everybody's out for a profit. And that's one of the great things about Belmont Savings Bank is we're not owned by shareholders. We're a mutual bank, which means we're owned by the depositors, um, which is a big help because we can do a lot of things that maybe some other banks can't do because we're not limited by the shareholders and trying to make a profit just for them. And not only are you guys a mutual and you're not owned by shareholders, but when I, when I was looking at you, you guys' website, you have the, like this, I, I wouldn't call it a cycle of values, but it's like a circle of values that, that, seem, to be, that seem to be the cornerstone in your culture and clearly in, in how you treat all your customers. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we, we hold you know, our employees to a pretty high standard. You know, if one of those values isn't met and we think we're getting a little bit off track there, you know, we, we bring them in, we sit down and we talk about it and, you know, how could we handle this thing better? So we're very, uh, very astute to, you know, adhering to those values. Um, it's very important in our culture. And like I said, you know, the big thing for us is community involvement. That's one of the things that, you know, not only do we want to send money to an event, we want to attend. And we're very, 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 very big on that. And, you know, we're one of the employers that I don't know if anyone else does it. I'm sure somebody does it, but we incentivize our employees to attend events. Um, and we do that in various various different ways, but we want community involvement. And that goes bank wide, not just from the executives, not just from management. We want it from everyone inside that bank. So again, Todd Cover, the CEO and president of Belmont Savings Bank, joining us here for this episode of the CEO You Should Know. And just kind of diving a little bit more into the importance of community outreach to you, because another thing that I noticed when I was when I was looking up everything, just how much you guys have been able to, to invest into the community, like your partnership with the Special Wish Foundation, the donations that you made to West Liberty for their indoor practice facility, and even donating some property to the Greater Wheeling Coalition for the Homeless, just to name a few things. So where did that importance of community outreach it pretty much, how did it start Start for you and then grow into BSB? Well, I mean, in, in my vision, that's what a community bank is. It's We're there to serve the communities that we, we operate in, and not only the ones we operate in, but outside of the area. You know, we I look at the Ohio Valley as being one big area. You know, we, we can have the different different little towns and different little cities that make up the Ohio Valley, but I think the Ohio Valley as one um and, and we've tried to invest as much as we can into that. And it's, it's again, it's one of our primary values uh, to give back to those communities, partner in any way we can. And um, I think that's the values or that's one of the big values of every employee that, that we have. And that's one of the things that maybe, like you said, makes us a little bit different is we, we strive for more community involvement. And it's it's been exciting for us. You know, it's, again, it's, it's what a community bank is for. Um, you don't see that. So, you know, sometimes with the big banks, they don't have uh, the resources or not necessarily resources, but the dedication to the community involvement that we do. Um, and that's huge for us. And it's, and it's clear that with you, it's not just with Belmont Savings Bank, but across the valley as well, because you're also the vice president of the United Way of the Upper Ohio Valley. So do you, so just to get into that a little bit, how did the uh, vice president opportunity come about? Well, I've moved up to president as of July. Oh, good. Corey, Congratulations. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I've been a good friend of Jess Ryan. She's the executive director of the United Way of the Upper Ohio Valley for a long time. So I've known her for a while. And, um, you know, she came to look for volunteers. And at the time, you know, I didn't have a whole lot on my plate. So I volunteered for it and, you know, we kind of just, I kind of just moved up the ladder from being there. So, um, again, it's one of the things we do to give back. Um, it's my part in giving back. I'm very fortunate that 
I'm able to give back at this stage in my life. You know, um, not everybody can at, at this, my age, I'm 45 years old. Not everybody can say that they have the ability to give back. I do. And I'm very fortunate. I feel very fortunate. And it's important for me to give back because, you know, all of us are one life event away from needing the services of the United Way. Um, I don't know if you know everything they do, but, you know, they service 25 agencies and, and there's all kinds of things they do. And again, like like I said, we're all one event, one life event away from needing those services. And it's that's why the United Way means a lot to me personally. Now, of course, one you know, one of those big life events that probably a lot of people might have needed those services was this pandemic that unfortunately we are still going through in a way. So what, what were some of the challenges that Belmont Savings Bank experienced during the pen, pandemic and how were you guys, how have you, how have you guys been able to overcome them so far? Well, I mean, it's affected the way we do business as it has, you know, pretty much every business in this country. Um, you know, obviously you, you try to follow those guidelines as best you can. Uh, when you're when you're on the border of two states, you know, you kind of got to figure out what's going on in both states, what you can and can't do, um, what what interaction you can have. And again, us for being so involved in the community, it's kind of, you know, that a lot of that was shut down. So uh, that's a big part of what we did. But we were, we were able to survive. You know, we shut our lobbies down for a little bit there when it was at its at its height uh, a couple times. Um, but for the most part, we've still been able to service our customers as best we could. We were very big into the PPP lending, which gave a lot of biz a lot of businesses some operating capital to be able to keep their business open, keep their employees um, employed and on the payroll, uh, which helped us you know get through this. I think as a country, absolutely and. The thing is, this bank, with it being around since 1885, it's pretty much been through a lot in history, both world wars, the Great Depression, just to name a couple of things. But it's been able to stand the test of time for so long. So, so what gives you that peace of mind that you're able that you're able to keep that enduring spirit going? Well, uh, you know, like I said, like you said, Corey, we've been around since 1885. You know, we're, we're a pretty strong bank financially. Uh, we've got clean bills of health from. All the agencies that looked look at us and audit us, um, so we're you know, we're in a great position. Uh, you know, we're very fortunate. We have a lot of capital, which is what business what drives businesses and allows businesses to expand and, and grow. Um, you know, we're we're in the growth mode right now. You know, we, we look to build relationships. We just don't want um, you know one one particular uh, product from a customer. We want everything. You know, we want you to be our we want to be your first call when you need something and something's great in your life, something's bad in your life. We want to be the first call to try to help you out. So, um, you know, the longevity, the good, solid financial condition we're in, I think, you know, a combination of those gives us a peace of mind that we're going to be around for a long time. Good deal. So, the last couple of questions here before I let you go here, Todd. Again, Todd Cover, the CEO and president of Belmont Savings Bank, joining us for the CEO You Should Know. So, you mentioned a couple of things that you're most proud of looking back on your career, changing the culture at Belmont Savings Bank, the community involvement that you guys had. But what are some what are some other things that you're most proud of looking back on your tenure so far? Wow, <laughs> that's a tough one, Corey. I, I mean, um, I, I would say that the people we've hired, you know, we've we've hired a lot of lot of great people. Uh, a lot of great people have come to work for us and have helped us grow, helped us, you know, get out in the, into the community. Um, one of the things I'm I'm pretty honored to be a part of is we have won Business of the Year for the St. Clairsville Chamber of Commerce for three years in a row, um, and that's that's exciting to me. It, it's it's a 
award that you know you can't say enough about because that's voted on by all chamber members that's not just some kind of award where somebody likes me or somebody likes someone that works for us it's voted on by all chamber members so that means a lot you know when i look back when i started five and a half years ago in this seat it was hard to get people to come work for me it really was uh we just we just didn't have a, a great reputation um you know, it was, we kind of weren't the model bank or the typical bank that you would think of. So it was ho- very hard to get people to come work for me. But those that have trusted me since day one, I, I you know, I really appreciate. We still have a lot of those people around. Um, but, you know, like I said, it was a lot of people didn't want to call me back because they just weren't sure how long we we're going to be around. And, you know, fast forward to, to today, um, there's a lot of people that reach out to me and ask me if we have jobs and ask a lot of our employees if we have jobs. So that, that reputation or that uh, increase in, in perception of uh, by our consumers and the community that probably is what means a lot to me, the most to me. Absolutely. And wait, what are some of your hopes for the future for BSB? Well, like I said, we're, we're always looking to expand. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to um, grow into different markets. We're trying to get into different markets, whether that means, you know, maybe a, a branch or two we add down the line. Uh, maybe it's just on, online services, which seem to be the way the, the banking world's headed. Uh, maybe a combination of both. Uh, we're just looking to grow our relationships, like I said, with, with uh, both businesses and individuals. Uh, we want to be the first call for you, no matter what happens or what's going on. We want to, like I said, we're there to listen. We're there when we care about you. So give us a call and, um, you know, we'll, we'll do what we can to help you out. I mean, that's that's what we're all about, building relationships. And, um, you know, we feel we're a bank you can trust and, and we're there and we have your best interests at heart. Absolutely. Well, Todd, I thank you so much for joining me here. It's clear that Belmont Savings Bank is definitely in good hands with somebody with a guy like you. So continued success to you. And thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I appreciate it, Corey, and thanks for reaching out to us. Um, like I said, we're all, I'm always happy to talk about Belmont Savings Bank because it's been near and dear to my heart. And like I said, I'm I'm so proud of the not only, you know, just what I've accomplished, but it's really been a team effort. Uh, we have a lot, of, like I said, we have a lot of great people that have really bought into this and really helped me. And they, you know, they pushed me and I pushed them back. But uh, I'm very excited for the future of Belmont Savings Bank. And I can definitely hear it in your voice right there, Todd. So thank you. Thanks so much again for coming out today. Thank you, Corey. So again, that was Todd Cover, the president and CEO of Belmont Savings Bank. And just a reminder here, if you want to listen to this episode again or past episodes, just a reminder, we're at newsradio1170.com. Just choose CEO You Should Know under podcasts in the drop-down menu. Or if you have the free iHeartRadio app, just simply search CEO You Should Know Wheeling, and you'll find that episode and many more episodes to come. So I'm Corey Kluge. Thank you so much for listening to and learning about a CEO You Should Know. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.